Agot Vochra Boisai. Ah! I'm super excited to be here right now. Very excited. I basically, I think I have what everybody else has. I know Noam, COVID. Gary, COVID. Avi just came out of COVID. I got a negative, but here I am. So I was fearful for the last, I don't know what is it, a year and a half. If I get COVID, what's the backup plan? I don't really have one. Especially that Noam is under the weather. Menachem Ateh is not so keen on giving the shear. So, Baruch Hashem, I have to say Baruch Hashem, I was able to prepare today, even though I wanted to sleep a little bit, but ah, that is chayvus is gewaldik. And if I have to do what I was doing the whole day, which is, <coughs> I'm going to take off the mics, don't, don't worry about it, I'm just going to throw the mics to the side and run over there. All right, gewaldik, it's great to be here, I'm cold and I'm hot. It's all great. By Zevi Klein. I hope all is well. I'm Zevi Klein. Listen to Yeshua on occasion while doing the daf. Yeshua, my truly inspired, lifting, engaging. I'm 18 today. And I hope I'm making two siyum. I'm going to set this here. One in school, one from the daf. Thank you for all you do for Klai Yisrael. That's just a picture of me doing the daf on the bus home from school. It is truly Yeshua to do the daf. Zevi Klein. So, these yeshiva guys, they're not doing the daf instead of learning Be'ilan. They're doing the daf on the school bus waiting for the boss, instead of doing other shtusim, and that's what's beautiful. We have another birthday today, Phil Byrne, from Skokie, Illinois, so happy birthday. And listen to this, David Badiel, originally from Manchester, currently living in Pomona, New York, that's basically Muncie. Dear Bailey, so nice to speak to you on Zoom, I wanted to tell you my story. I've been learning the daf since Masechtas Psachim. I moved to New York in the summer, and my shipment, including all of my svarim, has not arrived yet. Someone told me if I join Rebellion Shir, I could get a free Gemara. So I signed up for Masechtas Tainas and received the Gemara. I then got my friend to sign up for this Shir, so I received a free Gemara from Megillah. I'm currently working on the next guy to sign up, so I can receive a married cotton. Do not worry. Once my shipment arrives, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here to stay. So he wanted to get some free Gemaras, and here he is, Nebuch. We chopped him. I also agree with you with what you said, that the smart way is to recommend one guy at a time, so you can slowly but surely collect the whole shas. I said it as a joke. Come on. Hope to be there live at Cheer as soon as possible with RBS and Mr. Shem. Thanks so much again for everything that you do. From your Talmud, David Badiel. And he has a, a private thing I'm not allowed to tell anybody over here, but we're fine. The, the Gemaras that we, we gave him, it was, a good, it was a good investment. Aryeh Chakenau. I'm from Borough Park. I've been following the Yashir in the Daf since the beginning. Since Brochus. Aryeh Chakenau. And learning together my 12-year-old son. Just wanted to respond to your exciting show on Korean Ashtachava. However, Rabbi Belsky held that Ashtachava is not laying flat. Rather, face down in an S-shape. He brings a proof from Yosef's dream that the aluma is bowed. If they were laying flat, they would be falling. Just wanted to share with you. Kol Tov. Okay, I figured I'm not doing it 100% the right way. At least according to all shitas. But okay, Shkoyach. I also want to... There's a shout-out. I got a video from Atam al-Chacham. His name is Yaakov Yagain. He was giving a shear. And in the shear, he... 
plug the daf. He was telling the Olam that they have to learn daf, and he says, I do the daf with Eli. And uh, so, Yishkoyach Yaakov Yagein, we should have a lot of atzlocha. The sponsor of Chodesh for the Koilal is Chaim. Lili Nishmas Yishuari Lei Makoyim Ben Yunus and Chaim Zechorin Levrocha. By the way, if you stick around all the way to the end, a beautiful, beautiful pshat, mamish the last minute of the shir, and two minutes before that, another beautiful pshat. So two really good gems all the way at the end. It's my way of keeping you, or you could just, if you're watching YouTube, just fast forward all the way to the end. Mesechus Megillah by the Davis and Kessler families in Schuz for Shlema for Miriam Esther Bas Dvoira. Mesechus Megillah, sponsored by Shmuli Hecht, F245, Linishmas, Remor Hashlem Pirs Tuvio, Ben Avram Moshe Peretz. And by Gregory Kusayayev, in loving memory of my father in law, Mordechai Ben Kisio, and my grandfather, Baruch Ben Borcho. Something like that. The Nishomas should have an Aliyah. Rabbi Isai, here we go. Today's Davchov Zayin. And we are holding. Yeah, Davchov Zayin. We're holding by Rava. Where are we? Va'omar Rava. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15 lines from the bottom. Hi, the Rabbat. So remember, we had the beautiful chart from Rabbi Schoenberg. I don't think I have it here. But Rabbi Schoenberg in the amazing Aramerkaz, which is done by Moshe Hirsch. I have another picture from Rabbi Schoenberg for today. I'll show you later. So he brings a whole slew of things. And two of the things that I never paid attention to were the Tashmishe Mitzvah, the Psamim. I told my wife tonight when we're doing Abdullah, I said, did you realize we smell, we smell the psalmim and this is Tashmish Mitzvah, so you can't just toss it in the garbage. Perhaps you could, like tzitzis, but according to the Ramah, you would have to put it in a plastic bag and then discard it. Also a becher. So I don't know, I have to ask Rabbi Schoenberg, but like sometimes you go to Kiddush and you get one of these disposable cups to make Kiddush on. Does that also have a, a Shem Tashmish Kiddush? You shouldn't toss it with, together with the herring and everything else. According to what he said. Okay. I'll upon him. That's the sugi that we're learning with about different gdushas. So, haiti voice of the irpat. You have our kodesh that fell apart. If you want to make a smaller aron kodesh, that's fine. Kursayo osir. Now, if you want, Zev Roth is not muted. So, I'm going to mute myself, Rabbi Isai. Hopefully, I don't need... Um, I don't know what's going to happen. If somebody needs to talk to me, maybe Yosef Ehrman, I see you, you're all the way in the top. You'll, uh, you'll wave to me. Hopefully you'll get my attention. Okay. So, Kursayo, if you want to make a bima out of the Aron Kodesh, Osir. Why? Once again, Malam Kodesh, going back to this thing, you always have to go on the up. So, oh, hold on a second. We go upwards. We sell something, we have to buy the next thing. So if you have Aron Kodesh, you can't build a Bima. Bima's below Aron Kodesh, so you can't do that. But you can build another Aron Kodesh. That is no good anymore. It, it, it's worn out. If you want to make it a cover for a Sefer Torah, that's okay. Because as we said yesterday, the Paroichas sometimes, they would put this Torah on top of it. 
So it has, it has a, a much higher Gdusha. It's not Stam a Paroiches. In those days, they would put it on top of the Paroiches sometimes. So Mela, you could go equal to it, go around the Torah. The Torah is on it, it's around the Torah, it's the same thing. Luchumashin Asir. What's a Chumash? A Chumash is one out of the five Svarim of the Torah. So let's say they made a, a Bereshis, and the, the cipher never finished, for whatever reason, it's a single cipher. Obviously, it doesn't have the same Gdusha as the whole cipher Torah. So it's one step below. So one step below, you cannot make a cover for one step below. Vamarava, a sack that holds the Chumashim, these, these, these Svarim, the Komatri, the Sifre, Komatri is a lotion of to protect. So a safe. What's the Allah of a safe? A safe is a safe Torah. Says the Gemara Tashmish Gdushaninu Vinignazim. Nevertheless, it's still there for to protect the Sefer Torah. It is for the Torah. It's a Tashmish Gdusha. You have to take the entire safe. Imagine the whole safe, put it in the ground. Says the Gemara Pshita. Maldisay Mahani Lav the Kavad Avidan. The reason why you buy a safe is not to give honor to the Torah, the Naturi Ba'al It's only to protect the Sefer Torah. And therefore, you don't have to bury it. You have to bury the safe. I never heard of such a thing in my life. But I guess once the safe goes out and it's no longer usable, you would have to dispose of it in the proper way. It's like Aaron Kaidish. We have one in MDY. I'm sure every shul today has one of these. And when the time comes, in 100 years from now, somebody's going to have to take it, maybe chop it down and put it in the ground. Today they call them Italians. The Gemara calls them the Jews of Rome. So the shul, very interesting, was open to a room, and in the room, there's a dead man. So we're talking about Tumah here. The Tumah obviously goes from room to room. All you need is a window, a door. The Tumah travels into the next room, and that becomes Oyel mace. So what's the problem? Rabbi Schoenberg and his friends, they can't come into Davin. Why? And they wanted to Davin, and they couldn't Davin there. Also, they asked Rava, what do we do? So we learned already in Tainas that they used to take the Aron and bring it to the, to the town square. So you see that Aron Kodesh in those days wasn't this $300,000 piece that, that spanned the entire wall of the shul and weighed, you know, five tons. It was a little box. It was a, it was a, it was not a small box, but it's a box that you could carry around. So put it in the doorway. In other words, if you have a door, you have something. Block up the doorway. It becomes a a, a wooden vessel that's there to stay. If it's a kli that's makabel tuma, it doesn't have the power to stop the Tumah from coming into the other room. But if it's a Kli that's not Mechabal Tumah, then it does have the power to stop it. And since it's not a, it's not a Kli you're going to move, so it has the power to stop all Tumah, the coin could come in and dab it. Says the Gemara, but sometimes, I'm not exactly sure how this works. So imagine uh, our Kodesh like this tall. Once in a while, they would put a Sefer Torah on top of it, Ilovei. So, 
Let's see if I have. I have here somewhere. Oh. So we have in the Pasuk, the famous Pasuk here, but it says in the same Pasuk, it's in red. And then it says, So we have a hekish between wooden kalim and a sack. And just like a sack is something that you carry around when it's full, there's something in it and not full, so too, a kliyat has to be something that you carry around when you have something in it, on it. So Mela, this Aron Kodesh that's made out of wood, and because occasionally they would schlep the Aron Kodesh somewhere else to, to make a minion and use it as a bima to put the Sevetari on top. So Mela, it's not, it's not there to stay. And then it becomes a kliyat, a wooden vessel that's movable. A vessel that's movable is mikabal to him and doesn't have the power to stop the dead person's tumor from coming into the shul, the client cannot go in there. So, Yehachi, Loyavshar, says, Rabbi, you're right. If that's the case, I don't have a good Eitzah. I mean, call up the, the company, they'll board it up. I don't know what you could do. But you cannot use, says Rava, Lauren Kodesh as Eitzah. You have the, the, the shul that we learn in in the morning, the, where the Kaila is right now, the Kapitchenitz, I think, what's his name? I forgot already. Oyev Yisrael is called an Engeri. So he has a Torah. He has like these, he puts these nice, uh, like silk garments all around the Torah. I've never really seen it. It's probably a Hasidish thing. I don't know. He's a rabbi. So he wraps it. So let's let's say it's that or or the, the mantle, the coat. So you have some sort of beggar that goes around the Sfarim. Shabbalu. So you have. You have a uh, clothing, you have uh, a baguette, not clothing, you have you have garments that go around the safer tire. Go around the safer. What do you do with it? You have to bury it. So now, I mean, you could you could you could kill two birds with one stone. You could you could bury two mason, two things with one with one maisa. What do you do? You take this, you have to buy tachrichim for a mason mitzvah. But you don't have to pay for it. It's not, it's, you found what happened. You you were walking in the street. You bumped into a mace. You, nobody's coming to, to to claim the mace, so it becomes your problem. Whoever bumps into the mace has to bury the mace. But you don't want to. You can't afford tachrichim. So what do you do? You take the sefer Torah's beged, you wrap the mace in it, and you bury the mace with it. So now you you were in the mitzvah of mace mitzvah, and you buried it, and that's it. So this, I had a very sad picture from Rabbi Schoenberg's piece, article. I don't have the background. Rabbi Schoenberg, I didn't have the schus to speak to. I said hello to him. I saw him on Shabbos. And I also got Birkis Kahanim from Rabbi Schoenberg this morning in Vesikin. But here's a picture of Rabbanim from London in the early 1900s burying Sifri Taira, going in a procession. I don't know what the story is. Maybe there's a fire. Who knows what happened there? I was actually looking for a picture of my mother's there was a picture that I have somewhere but I couldn't find it uh, she was in the newspaper because there was a fire in her father's shul the guy in Rabbi Savitsky and there was a fire and she was literally crying when the, the Sefer Torah was burned and they had to bury it obviously alright what do you do with the Sefer Torah? you bury it next to Tamad Chacham Rabbi Chacham has a Sefer called Shana Halachas 
Shailachis means a person that's not so into learning Gemara, figuring out the steers and the Bryces and the Mishnayis. He's a Mishnah person. He learns a lot of Mishnayis, he learns a lot of Bryces. He's not so into... It's a lower level than a Tamad Chacham that figures things out in Gemara. But he's enough Tamad Chacham that he could bury a Sevetari next to him. You don't just bury it in the ground. You put it in an earthenware kli, something that's going to last for a long time. Shenemar. So the Novi tells Klai Yisrael, you're going to leave Eretz Yisrael. You're going to have you have you have documents that prove that you that you have possession of this of this real estate. Don't worry about it. You're going to come back one day. In fact, it came back 70 years later. Make sure that you all have documentation that this is your property. This is your achuzah. And how do you do it? Put it in something like a klicheres. Put it in a in an earthenware vessel that when you come back in a year from now, in seventy years from now, you'll be able to produce a star. So, so to a sefer Torah when you bury it. The gears on the side is rava. Very interesting Shiloh. If you have a shul, could you make the shul into a basement where you learn Torah? Everybody with Lachairah say, yes, Torah is more chashat than tefillah. So that's, that's, that's one shita. You can't. You can't. You could go from a, a base medrash to a shul, but not vice versa. Oh, so it makes more sense. The Gemara says that you could go from a shul that's designated for tefillah, and go from there to Torah. Doesn't make sense like the other man, the Amar, that you go, you don't, you go from Torah to Tfilah. Shmamino. Dorj bakapar maidrsiv vayisrei vesbeis Hashem vesbeis Hamelach in the time of the Churban, nevuzardon nevuchanetzer sent him to to destroy everything. So I mean, most of the pasuk is self-explanatory. Vayisrei vesbeis Hashem, the house of Hashem. What's that? The vesam English. Vesbeis Hamelach, the house of the king, the palace. Vez called Bata Yerushalayim and all the homes in Yerushalayim. Vez called Beis Godol Sora Beish. Now, what does this mean? What does it mean? Called Beis Godol. Beis Hashem, the Beis Hamikdash, Beis Hamelach, Edu Platrin, Chol Melach, the castle. Vez, Vez called Bata Yerushalayim, Kemashman, all the homes. Vez called Beis Godol Sora Beish, not Beis, Beis. Godol, what does Godol mean? Godol can mean Torah, Godol can mean Tefillah. Torah is Godol. So it says over there, Achav told Gechazi, Gechazi, says, I want to hear about Elisha, your Rebbe. So a tremendous nice happened, a big Ashgachah protest. As he's talking to him and explaining to him who Elisha is, Elisha Shunav, she, she walks right by. Shmuel's mother just walks by. He says, oh, stop. You're the one. She's the one that the nice happened. He, 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 he revived the dead child. Look, come here, come here. Tell the story. How did Elisha perform? He performed with Tefillah. So you see that the word Hagdoilois, Asher Asalisha, Gdoilois, Tilos Gadol. 
Says the Gemara, this time we don't know who said what. We have Rishuv and Levi. Remember, this time the Rishuv and Levi who don't mind mocking Shemgalim with Torah. I think it's Rishuv and Levi who says that Gedula means Torah. Don't mind Rishuv and Levi. Based on Knesses, Mutalasosis, based on Medrash. Shmamira. He's the one that actually says you go up, you go to base Medrash because base Medrash is Gadol, not the not the opposite. Avol Machru Torah. I got my my little tea going on here. Hopefully it stops my coughing. Oy vavoy, that coughing. I have to say share all day because I think if I say share, there's no coughing. It's like the adrenaline or something. Amazing Shiloh. You'd never think about this question. Why not? I want to sell a Sefer Torah. I want to upgrade to the better version. The better cipher, newer clav. I have a Sefer Torah from, from World War II, let's say. Not me. The shul does. I'm never going to use it. I'm going to sell it. And whatever I can produce from it, I'll take the, the $5,000, whatever I get, and buy a $60,000 Sefer Torah that, that's Kishmak and I can use every week. Not so posh it. Because we know you have to go upwards. You always, you, you, you sell and you go up. But what's on top of the list? Sefer Torah. There's nothing past this. So what are you going to do? Because you can't go any further. So you could go to the side and buy another Sefer Torah. It says that if you sell a Torah, you can't buy things that are less than a Torah. It seems like you could buy another Sefer Torah. You, could, you can't buy a single Chumash, let's say. But you could buy another Torah. says the Gemara, no riot from our Mishnah, my season, the Yeved. We're asking a child, could you go, you ask a Rav, could you sell or not sell? Our mission was talking about, after the fact, you shouldn't buy something less, maybe you could, go, you could buy it to the side. You have the money in your hand, you have to buy it to the side, you have to buy another Zivitayra. I'm asking you, could I sell Chathila and, and not be over anything? So, I wrap around, I wrap the Zivitayra with these handkerchiefs of a chumash. A chumash is less gdusha than a sefer Torah. So if I have something that's less gdusha, I take it and I use it for a higher gdusha. I can wrap a sefer Torah with it. And the chumash, in other words, one out of the five chamisha chumash Torah, which doesn't have a gdusha of a sefer Torah, but it's more kaddish than a navi, I can use whatever I wrap a navi with, I can use to wrap that, because I'm going up in gdusha. You cannot go downwards. You can't take the beggar of a Torah and use it for a Navi. It says that you could use the the beggar of a Sefer Torah, the 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 of a Chumash for a Sefer Torah. It seems like you could only go upwards from a Chumash to Sefer Torah. But not from one Sefer Torah, from Sefer Torah A to Sefer Torah B. Seems like it's awesome. Says the Gemara, okay, good Raya. But if so, I have the exact opposite Raya. And therefore, one Raya cancels out the other Raya, and zero Raya. That what? Eim Sefer. And you cannot go downwards. You can't go from a Sefer Torah to a Chumash. So I have the same exact deal. I can't go from a Sefer Torah to a Chumash, because the Chumash is less than a Sefer Torah, but if I could go sideways, then another Sefer Torah could. 
So we have a right this way, a right that way, they cancel each other out, no right. So I looked for this, listen to this, on Friday, I was searching for a picture for a or whatever, for the, and I came across this picture, and then tonight, of course, when I tried to find it again, I couldn't find it, it took me literally 15 minutes, but I thought it's an amazing picture. Here's a real picture of Sifrei Torah one on top of the other. Is this okay or not? The answer is, if there's no other way to do it, you don't have a larger table, this is, you can do it. It's probably not the best idea in the world, but as I state in the Gemara, Manichim Algabe Why? The same Gedusha. Agabe and you can put a Torah on top of a Chomesh, Chomesh Agabe Nevi'im, Uksuvim, Avadai Nevi'im, Uksuvim, Agabe Chomashim. Listen, there's a whole, it's a very long Nidon. I think a lot of people are Machpid. You take a Chomesh, you put it on top of a Siddur, you shouldn't put a Siddur on top of a Chomesh. Every Siddur has Chomesh. What, I'm serious, I saw this Shiloh tonight. What if you have a Siddur that has the Parshius in the back, the, the laning, and they have another Siddur that doesn't have. Could you put, the one that doesn't have any chumash in it, on top of a siddur that does have chumash. Questions like that, all over the place. What about the Rambam? He says you can't put targum inside a Sefer Torah. So what about an art scroll? An art scroll has English inside the, the, the Lashon Kodesh, but they don't pass it like the Rambam, so it's okay. But you should just know that it's, it's something. You have English words inside a Sefer that has a lot of Lashon Kodesh, especially a chumash. Here, this, I have a, a Tanakh from art scroll, and you have English on one side. So here you have the, the Lushen Kodesh on top. I close it. You have the English, but you have the English on this side. It's on top of the next page. It's a problem. It's not a problem. Something that they discuss. And we obviously pass in that it's okay. What do you bring me a raya? You bring me a raya that I could put one tire on top of another tire. Well, guess what? That's not a good raya. Because there's no other way. Listen to this. Once you open up a Sefer Torah, you can never be a, you'll never be able to turn a Sefer Torah. You can only read one page according to what you're saying. Why? You have one page of the Torah on top of the other. How could you do that? Elamai, you could put one page of a Torah on top of the other. So then why can't you put one Torah on top of another? Then everything's the same. By the way, I have to stop it for a second. I used to do this all the time when I had Zoom. So now I have Zoom right in front of me. I see a very special person, John Berg. So I want to call him out because John goes out of his way. He makes steaks for the Olam. He goes with sugar in order to get, to get one more guy. He does, he, he cares to develop. So I have a course I talk to you, John. Oh, a good work to your children. Vaiti I heard he's making a big seum in Mivaseret. This uh, maybe I'll come there, Taka, because we're not doing a seum here. Maybe I'll, I don't know. I have to get another test. See what's going on there. All right, Zog the Gemara. Boko Yosef Dapa Chavrei Elikivin Loyev Shashar Hachanami Kivin Loyev Shar Shar Toshma. The Amar Rabbi Varchano Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Loyim Kerodim Sefer Torah Yashon Likach Bechadosh. You're not allowed to sell an older Sefer Torah in order to buy a new one. So the Gemara don't bring a riot from that either. Because what's going to happen? You're going to put it on eBay, try to sell your Sefer Torah. You sell your Sefer Torah. And then you're going to forget to buy a new one. You're not going to have enough money. And you're going to push it off. You say, oh, i got to collect more money. Da, da, da. 
and by the time it's over, that's that's uh, human nature. You forget about it. You take the money. You do something else with it. That's pshusa. But I'm asking you going the The cipher finished. He's ready to go. All he needs is a little cash. So you're going to sell this and immediately go to the cipher's house and pick up your new Torah. I'm asking you, could you do that? Can you go from an old one to a new one? Reboi said, "This is amazing. You, the only time you could sell a sefer Torah is in order to learn Torah, and in order to get married." Oh, I'm I'm flipping a sefer Torah for limo Torah. So you see, you're allowed to. Says the Gemara, "What's the raya?" Maybe learning Torah is more choshev than having a Sefer Torah because it brings you to do and be mekayim the Torah. And also, Ishanami getting married, loisovra. Because Baruch says, I didn't create the world just to sit there and do nothing. I created the world to inhabit the world. So, it's one of the greatest mitzvahs. So, I sell a Sefer Torah to get married. What's Uriah? Maybe to switch one Torah for another Torah not. But to switch Torah for Limut Torah, that yes. So, L'chayra from this Gemara, and I'm not making this up, I saw this in Svarim. Rav Zilberstein says it. I said it by myself, but I saw it today sometime in Rav Zilberstein as well. It's very posh. If a person has $50,000 Yerusha, and he's thinking to himself, what should I do with it? Should I buy a Sefer Torah, Li'ilu Nishmas, my grandfather? Or should I support Torah? Over here in the Gemara L'Chair it says, supporting Torah is more important than buying a Sefer Torah. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says that you could sell a Sefer Torah to learn Torah. In other words, learning Torah is more important than owning a Sefer Torah, than writing a Sefer Torah. It's a bigger Ilu Nishama. If a person, as she says, a person already owns one Sefer Torah, he doesn't need two, don't sell the second one. Yes, Listen to this, it's incredible. A person doesn't have what to eat, he is starving. Do not sell the Sefer Torah. If you try to sell the Sefer Torah, you try to sell your daughter, you're allowed to sell your daughter as a Shifcha, as a, as a Omer Vriya, it's not recommended. Don't do it. What do you think? You're going to make a couple thousand dollars from saving the Sefer Torah? What's going to happen? What's going to happen is that you're going to sell, you're going to make a little money. Okay, you made a little money. And you bought bread. So how much money did you make? You made $25,000, let's say. You know what's going to happen? Your car is going to get totaled and you forgot that you don't have insurance on it and $25,000 is going to go to pay your car. Akush Baruch has his ways to take your money away in a second. You don't even realize it. You think, oh! So I was thinking to myself, because I was speaking to a Frum guy once, it left a big Russian on me. He was telling me a certain nasty move he made against another Frum guy in business. So I told him, Rabid, you're a Ganav. What you just did is stealing. So no, it's not stealing. He's convinced. It's not stealing, it's business, he tells me. It's business. I tricked him. And I got his money. That's business. I outdid him. I outsmarted him. I said, that's stealing. You lied to the guy. You told him X, Y, Z. And you took his money. No, it's business. 
So I'm saying like this. If the Gemara says over here that a person is starving, he's starving, he doesn't have money, and he sells a Sefer Torah to, to, to get a, a, a piece of dry bread on his table for, to feed his kids, he's not going to see any kind of bracha from that money. The money is going to go out the window. He won't even know it. He'll think it's natural and it's not natural. So if a guy steals from another from guy, he's going to see Simon Bracha from it. With all the Tirutzim in the world, he didn't know and he, he has enough money anyway. All the, all the stuff. We got to be careful with business. That's the bottom line. We got to be careful. Oops, what did I just do? Okay. It wasn't meant to be. Fine. I just ripped one of my notes. So I have no idea. You guys are going to miss out a good story now. Uh, Gemara. Oh, there's a there's a there's a Shaila, very cute Shaila, because we all have children and we were bar mitzvah once upon a time. I never thought about it, but it's brought down in the Sfarim. I saw it in two different places. You get uh, you know uh, the, the same safer over and over. You, you're a bar mitzvah boy. You get five sets of mishabura. Are you allowed to return them? The Gemara is asking, could you switch a tire for another tire? And what about the fact that they say in our days, some, some Paiskim say, in our days, since we need Svara and we need Gemaras, that's just as Chashev to buy a Gemara than a Sefer Torah. So they say, no, Bar Mitzvah boy, people give you the, the gift on condition, knowing that you're going to get five Mishnah Brewers and you're going to give them back. So that, but it's a, it's a Nidar. I'm just saying it's a Nidar. I didn't think it's even something to think about. You get a bunch of Svara, you go back to the store and you, you, you replace it for cash and go weiter. By my bar mitzvah in Brak, I got, I think, 10 rambans. Why? Because that was the cheapest safer to get. Two on shas, and you know, it was the cheapest thing. So I was all excited. I got 10, I'm going to give them all back, and I'm going to keep the, the best one. The problem is that my uncle's a zangezunt. He gave me the worst looking one, a nasty, like red rip thing, but he wrote in it. He inscribed it with a beautiful bracha. So I was stuck with that Ramban. Had to get rid of all the good ones. Okay, fine. Anyway, those were the days. Zog to Gemara. Now I have to find where I am. Okay. Yes, we did that. V'chein, that's where all these. That what if you have leftover money, you sell a Sefer Torah, you sell, let's say, a Bima, and you have leftover money, the leftover money you also have to Go upwards with it. You can't go downwards. That's because you sold something that had Gdusha and you had leftover money. Let's say you collected money for a Sefer Torah. And you collected $80,000 and the Sefer Torah only cost you seventy. By the way, those are the prices today, believe it or not, somewhere in there. The leftover $10,000, you can do whatever you want with. It says that if you make a tnai, you could even give it to Dhsusya, which we're going to see in a second. It's a guy that, that, that runs the horse. If it's talking about that you already had something that's Kaddish and you sold it, it doesn't help to make a tnai there. Obviously, I got to turn on this air conditioner. Hold on a second. I'm mamish. It's not good. Now I'm going to start coughing because the air conditioner is on. So it's talking about that they collected money to buy a Sefer Torah. And it's because they made a tonight. 
So you see that you need to make it night. So why is the Gemara saying that if you collect money for Sefer Tire and you have leftover, you can do whatever you want with it, only on condition that you made it night l'chayr. So the Gemara, no. Lo'elam Shemach Vaisir is talking about they had something that's already Kaddish, they sold it. And there's leftover money. So we had yesterday, remember? When you have the Shiva Tuveir, seven guys from the city council, and you have the representatives of the city. Then what happens if you sell something? There's no Gdusha, not in the Shul, and not in the money. Everything's good. What's the Sorry, What is this word? I don't know from this picture. This is not really it. Parasha the Moso is a guy that. You need him to run, let's say, to the police. Uh, they're invading. We need to get the army going. You send the guy on a horse, he's ready at all times. I just like this picture. You know why? Because I looked at him, and he had such guy with this guy. His chest is out. He's like, oh, look at me. And I'm like, what is he being Bagaiva about? I was like thinking because he's probably thinking about his wheels. He has like 16 spoke wheels here. This is not Stam. The other guy has 10. <laughs> Every every generation in their shtusim, this guy, he, he's it. He's it. You see my whales? Look at this. Unbelievable. I don't know for a fact. I didn't read it anyway, but whatever. Okay. If, you, if you're a you want to know pshat, go ask somebody that has a lot to do with chachamim. He, he drazes around by the chachamim. He'll know Pshat in different words. Interesting. In those days, you'd go to another city. And in the city, they, they would hop you and say, Listen, today there's a tax, a tzedakah tax. There's Yisayimim, we're marrying people off, you're going to pay. But I don't live here. Too bad. You pay. So they paid. They have to pay. And when they want to leave the city, they get a refund. Whatever they gave, they get refunded. But they use that money in their own city to give to the Aniyan. They take it back to the same thing. But if it's an individual, individual is different. He's stuck. He doesn't get a refund. It's when it's a group of people. Some people say it's 10, but a group of people get a refund. An individual doesn't. I thought it was interesting because look at these names. Ravuna, I don't know if we'll remember them, but tomorrow we're going to have these exact names. Hopefully we'll remember tomorrow these names. No connection to here. It's the same, same names on Chofches Omedal. Ravuna made a tainus. Comes Rav Chorabach Eloi, B'chol B'nei Moseh, all the people from the city. Ramalai Tzokav Yahavu. So they showed up there, they said, Oh, you're here? Pay. You have to give Tzokav. Kibol, the Meisei. And when they wanted to leave, 
So that, that happens all the time. You pay taxes and then you want a refund. They say, no, 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 stop. We meant you could get a refund if this and that and that. But you didn't meet the, the conditions. You're not getting a refund. Give us back our money. So, then there's no, when there's no Tamil Chacham that, that's working there to help the Oilam, you have to give it to the guy, the Tamil Chacham. So, Ravuna was in charge of the Anim of both cities. The money stays here, sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman as a schos for Morty Matskos, and in honor of rebellion for all that he does. Zog, the Heilige Mishnah, it's the official Mishnah, Schos Ruchni, for Shimshon Dov Lipa, Yosef Yehuda, Yishu Michal, the sons of Yehuda's Bela. Ein Moichim Eshorabim Liochet, if there's a public shul, you don't sell the shul to individual. Why? By going from a Rabbim to a Yochet, so we understand that a rabbin, you say Kaddish, Gdusha, there's all the stuff there. You sell to a guy, let's say me, uh, in this room, this is a, I'm going to learn there. So, but there's no Gdusha there. There's no, there's no, no Kaddish, no Gdusha, nothing. So you can't go downwards. So they asked him, the Gemara is going to explain. So they're not going to lift up a shul and bring it somewhere. But in those days, the shuls were like in the outskirts of the city. So maybe the outskirt of the city shares two cities. There's a giant city and a small city. According to you, you can't sell from a large city to a smaller city. Says Gemara and Shabbat Kamalei Rabbanon Rameir. Rabbanon said a very stark time of Rameir. What do you mean? The small city also has Gdusha. There's 10 people, they're going to say Kaddish there. Hashtanami Kaddisha. Rabbanon Liachet, like Gdusha. But what you want to do, and go from the, the many to the, to the individual, there's no 10 people, there's no Gdusha, that you can't do. Rabbanon, Rabbanon say, no, what are you doing? You're taking a shul, 500 people come there and they scream Kaddish, and you're going to go give it to a shul with 10 people? The is, is not the same. There's a different level of Gdusha. The official Mishnah sponsored. This was Ruchni, Shimshon Tavadipa, Yisuf Yehuda, Yishu Michal, B'nei Yudas Beila for Ruchnitz. Ein Moichim Beis Haknesses Ela Atnai Shem Yitzu Yachziru. If you do sell a shul, let's say in Chicago, in the Bronx, in Brownsville, all these places, you sell a shul, Tanakama holds the very mayor that you must make a stipulation that if I want to buy it back, I can buy it back. Otherwise, you're, you're, it's a disgrace to the shul. You just sell it forever. However, you have to make sure that these four things don't happen in the shul. You can't make it into a bathhouse. Rashi says either means to do laundry or it means to go to the bathroom. That's a really a disgusting thing to do in a shul. So, Okay, review the Oimer. Moichin Oisel Hashem Chotzer. Balakach Mashiach Ziyasa. Comes review and says, listen, there's two conditions here. First of all, you have, to, you have to stipulate. That's true, you have to stipulate. 
But once you stipulate, you could do whatever you want to do with it, even the four terrible things. You can make it into a bathroom. What does Remeir say? You, could, you have to make a stipulation that I could get the shul back. Says the Gemara, but it makes no sense. What happened? You sell the shul to a bowling alley. Ten years later, you come back and say, I want my shul back. So the guy gives you the shul back. How much do you, buy the, how much do you sell the shul? For a million dollars. Ten years later, the guy gives you, you give the guy back a million dollars and you get back the shul. So the guy stayed in the shul for ten years and he had a bowling alley for free. He paid a million dollars. Ten years later, he got a million dollars back and he got a bowling alley for ten years. What is that called? It's a type of a ribis. It's not the full-fledged ribis because it's in a, in a mecher, in a sale, but it's ribis. holds. Since I don't know for a fact that he's going to buy it back, so even if he buys it, if, even if he wants his shul back, that's not ribis. It's only tzadechad. There's a 50-50 chance that he's going to do it. That's not ribis. If you owe your friend a hundred, and he gave, as a mashkun, he gave a full field. If the borrower gets all the benefits of the field, that's okay. But if the lender gets to eat his fruit the entire time, it's also. Rabbi says it's mutter. You see that it's okay. Even if later on, the Malva gets the field and he ate fruit for free. It's okay. Don't bring a It's not true. It wasn't the lender, it was the borrower that, that ate the pears. Okay. The bottom line is, my what's the If there's a chance that the sale stays forever, then even though you're getting a free bowling alley, that's okay. Everybody holds, if there's a chance that you're going to have to give it back, and the time that you use the field or the shoal or whatever it is, you get to keep for yourself, everybody's going to agree it's awesome. No! What happens is, you're going to have to pay for the bowling alley. Rent! The guy gets his shul back, and for the 10 years you were in the bowling alley, you pay him $20,000 a year. Even that is ribbis according to Wamanda Omar. That's ribbis. Even though you're going to pay for it and, and you get nothing out of it, it's ribbis. Sorry. If you daven somewhere, you're right here on the corner. You could go to the bathroom, relieve yourself, tanim, in that area. You just daven shmoyin esrei, on a corner, you, you, you could relieve yourself on that corner. It says, you could tell a shul, 
and even make it into a bathroom. Even the Chacham and the Reish of the Mishnah, they say you can't do it because it's a shul, and a shul is permanent. So what's the Chiddush? If you're davening, you have to move over four Amois. And if he already relieved himself, you have to stay away four Amois from there. If you relieved yourself in one area, you have to move over at least eight feet, four Amois. Tanino, mehem. How much do you have to stay away from urine, from ktanim, uminat soyon, from waste? Arbaamois. So, of course, if it's there, if there's a pile of something, you can't dive next to it. You have to move four amos. But what's the pshat that if you already finished davening, you can relieve yourself in a spot that you daven? It's not a shul, it's, it's in the bushes somewhere. You daven, you're on a hike. And you davened, and then you want to relieve yourself, you have to move over four amas. Why? What is there, Gdusha by the bush? Because you davened Shwanesri there? You left Gdusha forever? Yochi, Kadishtinu Lukula Shvila Dinarda. Ah, I have a great picture, but it's not, it's not good quality. My son took this picture. I thought it was Givaldic. Look at this. The guy's on a skateboard learning. In the old city. Only in the old city you find something like this. Has the tzitzis, the whole thing. According to this, wherever the guy is learning, he, he, he drops Gzdusha in the entire old city, everywhere he goes. Let's say he's davening. You see women here in Mappet Shemesh and Eretz all the time. They have the sitter, they're not looking where they're going. They cross the street, they go between traffic, their heads are in the sitter, they daven. daven. So then the entire sidewalk in the entire Mappet Shemesh has Gdush according to you. So nobody can go to the bathroom on all the sidewalks. How could that be? Okay. So, Zokti Gemara. Tanei Yisha. We're not talking about moving away. What happened was, you need to wait. When you, you finish davening Shemun you can't just go to the bathroom and relieve yourself. Wait, wait for the few seconds that it takes to walk eight feet. Why? So here the Gemara gives us a very practical, very important thing. I don't know if everybody's mocking on this, but it's Kedai to think about it from this Gemara. And that is Nitzaitis. A person goes to the bathroom, he might have a little bit left in him, and when he puts, pulls up his, his clothing, a little drop will touch his gadam. And that's problematic for tefillah. So what you do is you wait. You have to wait a few seconds when you're done, done, done. Then pull everything up. Okay, it's a practical thing. It's, it's important. But why is it that if you finish davening, you have to wait, let's call it five seconds. I think it's unfortunate. I think the Gemara is saying an unfortunate thing. We're so used to davening. We just keep on moving our lips. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. People say it's a good thing. Fine. Good thing. 
You might not even know. You're not paying attention. He's going to the bathroom. He's still saying Yerotin. Why? Because he's so used to saying it. He doesn't even know what he's saying. And he's going to the bathroom at the same time. So mainly you make a, a cloud. When you got to go to the bathroom, wait a few seconds. So now we're starting a whole omelet of Agadita here. Beautiful stuff. Zalf and Simon. Tell us the trick. How do you have such a richas yomim? You live so long. How? So this is a continuation. You see? One thing leads to the next. And because he brought this one line, we're going to have over and over the same thing. A lot of eitzes. How could you be my if I dive in over here, I don't relieve myself over here. I move somewhere else. Now, obviously, Tyson points out, it's mutter. Because if it was usur, then it's not a big thing. So it comes out like this. It comes out beautiful. He was makbed. So, even in the case, says Tysus, where he waited four hours, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go there. So we, we have this idea, and it's important to, 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 to make note of this. Sometimes the Gemara says, don't be big tzaddik. I'll tell you tzaddik Don't Don't pull, don't do chumras, don't do this. Over here, he made a chumrah. He didn't have to, says Tysus. He waited enough time for four hours, and he didn't relieve himself there. He walked away. Why? So maybe the Peshat is because he wasn't imitating anybody. He wasn't copying another person. He didn't stop make up a Chumrah. He was sensitive to the fact, how could I relieve myself here when I just dive in here? To him it didn't make sense. The halacha says it's okay. To him it didn't make sense. A person makes his own Chumrah. Something that for him is important, that's Chashem. But stop adding Chumras. I'll give you an example. We had a Gemara that I forgot who it was, maybe Marukva or something. He said, I'm like vinegar compared to my father, the wine of my father. My father waited 24 hours to eat meat, to eat dairy after meat, milchiks and fleshiks. I only wait six hours. The question is, when we learned the sugya, so let him wait 24 hours. What's the big deal? Wait 24 hours. He'll be like his father. The answer is no. You can't just copy your father. Copying another person's chumrah doesn't get you anywhere. It needs to come from within. It can't come, it can't be a chitzoyni's chumrah. Hey, oh, he did it, I'm going to do it. His father did it because his father had a certain sensitivity to something, even though the halacha says only you need six hours, his father, for whatever reason, did 24 hours. If you, you can't just do it yourself. Okay, that's one thing. We're getting to good, good varts here. Ari Bloom is on. I'm very upset this week because... I didn't see the Ellie Classics. I love that because he takes what I say and he makes it much better. Ari, I'm warning you. <laughs> this week, yeah? Go like this. Just tell me yes. Okay, okay, good. Pseidah. Zog de Gemara. He's saying, you need to say something good so I can write it. If you don't have anything, what are you going to do? Zog de Gemara. He didn't say that, but that's what he means. Now, obviously, 
You didn't call his friend a bad name. Big deal. He's a he's a he's a galadar. It means he didn't like you know in high school. Oh, he's the Terminator. He's the this whatever whatever the lotion is. Even a lotion that is not making fun of the person. It's not makinui. In yeshiva they used to call me Steph. So maybe he wouldn't call a guy Steph. I don't know. Whatever it is. Now this also, you think to yourself, whoa, big deal. Whoever didn't make Kiddush on Shabbos. You'll see what the big deal is. I had a very old mother. She sold her tichel. She sold whatever she was wearing on her head. That's how poor they were. That's the Kiddush. You're so poor and you're using wine that's so expensive. You can use bread. There's other ways to do it. But look how Kishbrochu pays back when this woman who sold her to buy wine when she died. Again, we had many times when it comes to wine and barrels of wine, this lotion of 300 and even 400. It's a lotion of Guzma usually, but she left him over 300 barrels of wine. And when he was nifter himself, because of this thing, because he never ever had a Shabbos without wine, he left over 3,000 barrels of wine. Ravuna Hava Osar, Riso V'koi Kamei Derav. Ravuna was wearing this funny belt, a cheap belt made out of grass. Omar Lei, my high, what are you doing? Omar Lei, Lehavali Kiddusha, I didn't have Kiddush. Umashkante Lemiyonai, Vosavi Kiddusha, I didn't have what to buy wine. So I borrowed wine from somebody, I gave him my Ferragamo belt, and, he, and, and I don't have a belt. In, well, he didn't have a Ferragamo belt because he was very poor. He had some, the, the knockoff Ferragamo belt. He gave him the knockoff. And it's, now I have to wear a piece of grass. Omale. So Rav was very impressed with the Ravuna. By the way, Ravuna Galadar. Omale, Ravo, the Situm Bishiroi. You should be so wealthy, you'll be dressed completely with silk. Kikla Rabba Bere. When his son Rabba got married, Ravuna Inish Gutzahava, Gemara tells us he was a small man, very, very short. Gonapuria, he was sleeping on a bed. Asim Benosevikalose, his daughter in laws, his daughters came into the room. They didn't realize he's on the bed because he's so tiny. They threw their coats, their whatever they had, on top of him. They buried him in silk. Shoma Rav Vikbid. Rav was very upset. Omar, my taimo, Lyamus Li, Ki Birchosah, Vechain Lamar. You should have said Vechain Lamar. So, very Pashab Shat, I think this is the Pshat. As I'm learning it, it, it what? Rav Huna, who's a Galadar, is going to start wearing silk because he gets a little bit more money. So it's amazing. Rav saw. That his words became a kuyam, even if Ravuna didn't want to wear silk. What happened was, he's on a bed sleeping, and Rav's bracha becomes mekuyam. How? How did Rav's daughter, Ravuna's daughters, have silk? Because their father became wealthy. Ravuna became wealthy, so the bracha was mekuyam just by the fact that the daughters had silk. But the actual words, you hear what's going on here? The actual words of Rav didn't become mekuyam. Because Ra- Ravun himself never wore silk. But everything came together at that moment by the wedding when they took off their silk and they threw it on his head. 
then the, the exact words became Ikuyim. Oh, the exact words became Ikuyim, says Rav. I can't believe you didn't say V'chein Lamar. Look, my words, every word became Ikuyim. Not just he became wealthy. Became wealthy and something out of the ordinary that you're wearing silk also happened. How come you didn't say V'chein Lamar? So Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, Rabbi, it's a beautiful thing. Reb Chaim Shmulevitz says, on this Gemara, he says, you see from here, that when a person has a bracha, not the guy giving the bracha, not the Galadar, but the person receiving the bracha, the Ravuna in this case, he becomes the balabas of the bracha. He becomes in charge. He has shefa bracha. Good things are happening to him. So he's the one now in charge of giving other people brachas. He's the one saying, you should have, you should have a bracha. V'chein lemar. And then he goes on to say that if a person is making a chasana, a person is making a simcha, he's the bala simcha, he's the bala bracha, he has a kayach to give brachas to other people. That's one of the vartim I wanted to tell you. And I have another one right here. Even better. Listen to this. I never made a shortcut in the shul. I want to pause here for a second and tell you the var. What is the common denominator between all these things and the whole Ahmed? We're going to see. I did this, I did that. But what's the common denominator? What? Think about it. They're all different. What? Everything is going. I didn't do a kapandria. I didn't do this. So what? I could, I could live to 150 years because I do this whole list of things? Listen to this. I think one of the, the main themes here, the common denominator is the word miyomai. You hear? Never in my life. And that is powerful, Rabbi Isai. Never in my life. This is the idea of Dafa Yaimi. Every single day, the Kvios. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves Kvios. When you are consistent, never, ever did I walk through a shul. Never, ever did I do this. Never, ever. That consistency, and that is, that's the beauty of Dafa Yaimi. I'm serious. I'm not just plugging Dafa Yaimi. The consistency, every single day, Miyomai. I never missed a day of learning. Can you imagine saying that when a person is nifter? He never, ever missed a day of learning. That it has the same power and a thousand times more than I never relieved myself in four hours of this. It's the never. That's the word here. Not the action, but the never. They all talk about it. He was a Kayan. Of course he has to make a bracha. Every Kayan makes a bracha. I saw a nice word that even the second time in that day, so some say you shouldn't make a bracha because he already said a shekid shonam soisov. But he did say a bracha. All right, Rabbi Isai, we'll stop right over here. Have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful week. A good kibbutz Everybody should stay healthy.